When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We don't want no scrubs. The Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It's hump day. Pew, 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 pew. Don't start with me. Okay, that is not how I want to start my Wednesday. I thought maybe we, there it is. Yeah. Getting over the hump on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Okay. Bradley. Oh, okay, sure. I mean, why not? You know, short little uh, inter interlude. Um, We do go by the moniker Team Cobra. That is uh, from a time where others were trying to convince us that Team Cobra wasn't a good name and would never catch on. And look at us now. Yeah, Um, we're still still here. We're still here, and we still call ourselves Team Cobra. So there's that. But Um, but Team Cobra. There's more. We have become. mm, Let's say we are the spotters of the publationship and there's another one that bradley has done a deep dive into yes can bradley? we get the cobra gang together because oh, there's some mystery that we need to unravel here you guys oh, hold on now with a new publationship we oh. like to call it whoosh oh nope i keep whoosh. hitting the wrong button what's going what, on over there i don't huh? know it's wednesday that's a joy Whoosh. Okay, what is it? First of all, oh, sorry. My God, woman. Are you okay? Do you smell toast? What's happening over there? Whenever there's trouble, without a double, with a game. If you got the crime, we've got the time with a game. You know, when all is said and done. It makes good toast. It makes good toast, guys. So here's the publationship we need to talk about. First of all, what's a publationship, Colleen? That is a relationship for the purposes of publicity. This one is called Whoosh. What's a Whoosh? That would be a Rebel Wilson and a Jacob Bush. Okay, so this couple came out of left field. Colleen, originally, um, you kind of fell for their siren song mm, of love did, and romance. I have to be honest, though. I hadn't done the deep dive that was required. It's fine. I just we wanted I wanted to believe in love. You know, and, and, and that's I, my mistake. In 2020, I don't want to extinguish all hope left in the world. But when it comes to the relationship known as Rebel Wilson and Anheuser-Busch heir Jacob Bush, this is a full-on pedal to the metal, full speed ahead, no holds barred, publication shop. Okay? Now, um, we we've been talking about them only for about a week. But I think in about the week we've been talking about them, we've learned so much. And there's actually a blind item that can help us learn 
even more. So, mm. Holly, would you please enlighten people? I dug up this blind item from, oh gosh, years ago. And I think it, it, it says 2017. 2017. So, that's so yeah, a solid literally three, three years, years ago. ago. Yep. And I think it will help us shed light on the relationship between uh, Rebel Wilson and Jacob Bush. This is a confirmed blind item, by the way, which means NT Lawyer, the person who writes these blind items, has confirmed the identities of these folks. This former housewife signed on for another round of let's cover for the rich heir so his family doesn't cut him off. Ooh. They thought they were both done with the game a couple of years ago. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Um, Colleen, do you want to fill in the blanks and then I'm going to read a headline that's going to change your life forever. Cool. Okay, so the former housewife would be Adrian Malouf. Uh, and she's not aloof, okay, about her relationship with Jacob Bush. He would be the rich heir uh, that uh, didn't want his to be cut off from his family. So that's interesting, right? So it's yes. suggesting that Adrian Malouf and Jacob Bush back in 2017 were having a publationship. Oh, that's fascinating. Well, I think that sheds very much light on the current relationship. But here's a headline that actually confirms what NT Lawyer said. This goes back to October 31st, almost mm. to the day. Okay, it's like a full month away. Whatever. But like, we're trying to zip through 2020, so leave us alone. Exactly. God, I wish it was October 31st. Anyway, Adrian Malou, 56, back on with billionaire boy toy Jacob Bush, 25. Radar Online had the scoop back in 2017, because if I remember correctly, they had broken up and they were not hanging out. I think they've been sort of like together. I want to say it was years before that, like 2015, but doesn't matter. What this story is saying or confirming is the blind item that NT Lawyer published back in 2017. And as you filled in the blanks so correctly, Adrian Malouf, it's saying Adrian Malouf signed on for another round of, quote, let's cover for the rich heir so his family doesn't cut him off. Ooh, tell me more. What do we think that means? That's what I need to get uh, some clarity on. What does that mean to cover for him? So that he doesn't get cut off. So here's what I think. Holly, would you do me the flavor saver of going back to yesterday mm-hmm. and playing the first clip from the whoosh segment, the oh. first YouTube clip from mm-hmm. the whoosh segment? All right. Now, Colleen, again, you're trying mm-hmm. to think of reasons why, and by you, I mean the listeners also doing this. Hmm. Why would his family cut him off? What's going on? Yes, one of the national e-cigarette companies called Cigarex. Um, the only company that's not being sued by the FDA because it's vegetable oil based. I think it's uh, the best thing to quit smoking. I was a big smoker, uh, but now that I've started uh, these electronic cigarettes, I've quit smoking uh, real cigarettes. Okay, so Colleen, so, do you remember that video yesterday yes, that we played of Jacob Bush, Anheuser Bush heir yeah, to the and, throne? And Adrian Malouf is standing right beside him and then by the way we cut it off before she comes in hey. sounding like she's literally in the process it's of totally smoking natural. 62 natural. heaters in the moment um but he sounds impaired yeah you know what's interesting about that i could play five more video clips for you from interviews that he's done on various red carpets they all sound different varieties of impaired okay So what do we think, going back to the blind item, 
that could say about quote cover for the rich heir so his family doesn't cut him off well i mean he does he sounds like he's the wild child and they probably are at the end of their rope but he needs to have an income source of some sort or he needs to have a stable relationship yeah. he needs to have somebody babysitting him so that and he's who not better a hot than mess. a 52 year old woman who, by the way, is also like an heir of a very rich family. Their families go back um, to like the, you know, the head of her family was in the booze business. So there's like a bunch of relationships there. And you can totally see where they're like, okay, you need somebody stable in your life. She's like, sign me up. And again, just read Adrian Maloof's biography. She's no stranger to just hustling for money. Mm-hmm. So that's the blind item from 2017. Fast forward to today of course and actually not today but let's say for the sake of argument at this point let's fast forward to whoosh that is rebel wilson and jacob bush Mm -hmm. you know for us we say this is a publicationship but when there's a publicationship we have to answer the very important question what's in it for the individuals Uh well let's start with rebel wilson what would be in this for her to engage herself in a, I mean, he's he's younger by at least a decade, if not more. Yeah. He's not really like, I mean, if you go through their respective private lives, and by that I mean who they follow on Instagram alone, these people do not really overlap right. very cleanly. So, the, I, and I've been saying this since the beginning, uh, that if if somebody does have something to gain from it, Rebel Wilson does. She's recently gone on this. She's embarked on the year of health, as she's called it. And she's been very public about her process of losing a a, a substantial amount of weight. The thing about Rebel Wilson is that all the roles she's played, for the most part, in movies have been that of, and pardon me for saying it, but it is the the type that she is cast for, the fat, funny friend. Yep. And I believe that she's trying to make a shift into a romantic lead, funny rom-com type of role. But Which is also bears is bared out by her most recent film role. Because you'll remember if I am I remembering that correctly, that her most recent film, uh Rebel Wilson films, um was not her most recent film about isn't it romantic? Yeah, where, where she thrust, knocks her head, right? It's one of those where she, it's like a, it's yeah, it, it it's a a film. If I remember correctly, the premise is that she is not the fat funny friend. She actually becomes like the object of, um, two men wanting to fall in love for her. Right, a place where she wouldn't normally be comfortable because she's the fat funny friend. But here she is in a romantic role doing the romantic things. Mm-hmm. So I think that your theory that she's trying to change her her persona or her, you know, widen her opportunity in film yeah. is totally borne out, especially when you see the photos that they've posted of themselves together. They're like super romantic. Yeah. And not only that, but also the quotes that go along with those from quote sources that say things like their relationship is so wonderful. It's like it's like a romantic comedy. I mean, literally the the lines have been written for their PR folks to to p- plant in your head 
the idea of Rebel Wilson as a romantic lead. If you take a spin through her Instagram and you see she has been trying to post more sexy photos. Yeah, exactly. Um, Just go to their Instagram. So I think you're onto something. But then I just want to now talk about the other side very quickly. What is in it for him? Well, apparently not getting cut off from his family. Exactly. He needs somebody stable. He also is the kind of guy, if you look through him at any length, through his social media, through, you know, do some Googling, you're going to find that this is a guy that's always trying to find something. He's mm-hmm. always trying to, like, he just started a new business, right? Like, he needs something, and this gives him a level of visibility. He is now connected to an, would you call her an A-list list I would, yeah. Actor? Right, like yeah, or I would even I would even argue a yeah. So she's okay. Call her an A list actor. You suddenly attach him to that. It raises his visibility farther than any other member of the Bush family. Really quickly, because uh, I don't want to I don't want to miss out on this opportunity to shame us for missing the boat on this story. Oh. Not only were we late to the game and recognizing that this was a publication ship, we full on missed this by. Over six seven, months, six, six months. seven months. Yeah, because on March nineteenth, okay, this... we were busy, but go on. Oh wait, wait a minute. What? Am I am I drunk? I Will you open this not. radar story that says Rebel Wilson is dating Anheuser Busch heir Jacob? Yeah, it says March nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. Excuse me, please. Okay. Excuse me. Can you? Did we just fall um, through a hole? <laughs> Time and space is irrelevant, you guys. Oh my gosh! Because That's I the was plot just thickened. I just showed up to tell you that we missed this story by six months. No, we missed it by a year and six months. Where were they for a year and six months? That's eighteen months. I can add. Where were they in public? Go to their accounts. They are nowhere together on their accounts. In in the last year. What is going on? Oh. The mystery. Th- okay, so we thought we had a tidy little package to finish because with. In, unless that date could be no, wrong? No, I don't think it is. It says, back in March 19th of 2019, Rebel Wilson and hunky younger Anheuser-Busch heir Jacob Bush are officially an item. After meeting each other a, a month ago... Radar has the exclusive photos inside one of their sexy first dates. Click through seven snaps of the A-list actress and Bush to find out everything there is to know. And it's a picture or a series of pictures of them at Cats. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Which, she was in the movie Cats. Yep. And that came out at the before the pandemic, because Holly so, will tell you that was the last movie she saw in theaters. Sorry, Holly. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, but it would be very convenient for them to go to a, a play of Cats, because in March of 2019, the movie Cats had a ton of buzz around it. Right? That Tons. was before we knew it was going to be crap. So how then are we just seeing these two? T- He's a my talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts has torn us from our scouring of Rebel Wilson's uh, Instagram to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Yes. And that Rebel Wilson, Jacob Bush story, man, there are many layers to that Mm, one. And guaranteed the Cobra gang is going to be all up on that. But here's another story that we need to be all up on. It's this Demi Lovato, Max Eric breakup. So Demi Lovato's people are out in full force today given all sorts of exclusive stories to people and to TMZ. So over at people.com, Demi Lovato, here's the headline, was shocked when she discovered Max Eric's intentions weren't genuine. An insider is telling people.com that it was hard for Demi to admit that she had made a mistake when it comes to Max. So this is just hours after Max was uh, putting all sorts of things on Instagram, oh. saying that Demi Lovato was being abused, mm. linking some of this abuse to Jeffrey Epstein, among other people. Now her people are totally going on the offense, saying that it's very hurtful to, to me when she realized that Max's intentions weren't genuine. Breaking off the engagement was not an easy decision for her. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's so obvious. Yeah, this particular uh, and we're going to talk about this story uh, a little bit later in the show. This dude got real weird real fast. And the fact that Demi couldn't figure that out. Well, they're trying to explain it away now. Her people, they're saying that Demi and Max lived in a bubble with zero stress and everything was just fun and that they were basically together 24 seven for months. But, you know, to your point, Bradley, the fact that she couldn't figure out if she was with this guy 24-7, that perhaps his intentions weren't the best. You know, haven't we read some, uh, I feel like there have been blind items or at least conversations about uh, Demi, not Demi Moore, Demi Lovato's sort of willingness to fall into love very quickly and not pay attention to details and red flags am i making that up uh you know i think that nt lawyer has alluded to that a little bit in some of these blind items and basically saying that max has had bad intentions from the start with this relationship and that you need to run far far away it's very interesting seems like she's doing that right now. yeah now she could just be a little more i look forward to the interview that she shares because i think we need to hear from her and not her peeps yeah well we are hearing from demi lovato today in the form of a song She just released a new single today. It's called Still Have Me. Now, over at TMZ, sources exclusively telling that publication that the song was written a while ago with friends, but that she kept the hook and changed the lyrics to reflect her breakup with Max. Mm. So she's speaking through her art, you guys. I don't know if we're actually ever going to get an interview about this, at least like in, in the immediate future. I wish we would, honestly, because I there's so much, clearly so much more to the story. Um, that we're trying to fill in the blanks to. But also, what interesting timing. Mm. 
Oh, is it mm. not? Mm. Mm. To be releasing a breakup song. Mm. Right after a breakup. Mm. Curious. Mm. Oh, so that's happening. So we'll move on to something else. We've got 10 seconds. Want to let you know that Hillary Duff is opening up about being typecasted after her role as Lizzie McGuire. She said it was really tough. She, you know, between the ages of 21 and 25, people were just like, no, mm, so you're just Lizzie. I see. That's the thing. It's hard when you've yeah. been a child actor to make the pivot. Right. Ugh. <sighs> well, when we come back, thank you, Holly, thank for that you. dirt alert. We're going to make the pivot to the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. If you would like to play 651-641-1071, 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. If you get them all right. You will win a prize. We do it every day at 1230. 651-641-1071. No, you're just Lizzie. I See, that's the thing. It's hard when you've yeah. been a child actor to make the pivot. Right. Ugh. <sighs> well, when we come back, thank you, Holly, thank for that you. dirt alert. We're going to make the pivot to the 30-second pop culture challenge. If you would like to play 651-641-1071, 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you will win a prize. We do it every day at 1230. 651-641-1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Uh, who's on the phone today, Holly? We have Tina. And what is Tina playing for? Ham. I don't know. Tina's playing for this. She's playing for a MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. All right, Tina, are you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge? Already. Fabulous timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Living on a Prayer and Wanted Dead or Alive are songs by what rock band? Dr. Joey. Jack and Rose are the lead character is in what 90s movie? Titanic. What is the sitcom that's famously a show about nothing? Oh, shoot. 90s. Uh, who wrote the books The Cat in the Hat and Green Eggs and Ham? Who is Kermit the Frog's on-again, off-again girlfriend? Miss Piggy. What's the name of the sitcom, famously, that is a show about nothing? Tina, but so we did not close. win the 30-second pop culture challenge. But you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, let's go back and answer the question she did not get correct. And uh, what is the sitcom that's famously a show about nothing? What is the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? Seinfeld. Uh, and now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has brought for us in this segment that we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, hot and fresh celebrity gossip mysteries to solve. Here's, Just like I like them. Yeah. Here's our first one. This one's confirmed, by the way. Ooh. This foreign-born A-plus slash A-list mostly movie actress who is an Oscar winner slash nominee... Just finished construction on a guest house in the back of her property. Two of the people who helped build it say it felt like a prison. And the only way in or out was a front door that could only be opened by a key. 
on the outside. What? Okay. A plus A list mostly movie actress. Is this going to make sense when we figure out who it's about? Not really. But okay. All right. Good. <laughs> well, Thank it, you. It implies that this person is making some kind of weird dungeon thing in their backyard. That she wants to. Is it Angelina Jolie? In. No, oh. not Angelina. She's the only one that I could think of as uh, a, a dungeon that's keeper. No. Now I will say that some of the blind items about this person. This isn't the first time that NT lawyer has alluded to the fact that this person has a really scary house. And I don't know if we've Helena talked about Bonham it. Carter. Oh, I like that. No, Olivia uh, Coleman. No. Um. Is this? Uh, I'm assuming an American. Oh, it says foreign born. Yeah, yeah foreign yeah, born. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this um, person, you guys know who this person is? Helen Mirren. No. British. No. Um. Not British. Not British. That is correct. Uh, this person cool. is famous. I will say that they have won an Oscar. So they are an Oscar winner. Selena Sandra Bullock. Bullock. She's not foreign born, is she? I thought no. she was German. Her mama is German. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, this person was not born in the United States. Selma Hayek? No. They weren't Penelope even. Cruz? No, they're not even from Europe. Oh, my gosh. No. Uh, so hard. Oh. Uh, she's very beautiful. No. What's her name? Lupita Nyong'o? No. Oh, I was like, that would be weird. Wow. Uh, okay, I don't think we're going to get to this. Um, Charlize Theron. <gasps> weird. So. According- okay, tell me more. <laughs> okay, well, according to NT Lawyer, Charlize Theron, who did win an Oscar for her role in the movie Monster, just finished construction on a guest house in the back of her property. And two of the people who helped build it say they f- that it felt like a prison and that the only way in or out was a front door that could only be opened by a key on the outside. Okay, that That's is creepy. that feels illegal. That feels like it's yeah, what against if there's a fire? code. It just doesn't feel right to me. Well, hmm. please keep this door open during business hours, right? man. Yeah. All right. So that's happening. I don't Maybe. know how to feel about that. Well, we'll move on. Cool. Okay. <laughs> this is another confirmed blind item from NT Lawyer. Here we go. This A-plus slash A-list mostly movie actor got roaring drunk with an Eastern European yachter this week while out of the country. Guess he's not as sober as he would want us to believe. <gasps> Just don't get married. Oh. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Mm. That was so obvious. So Johnny Ooh. Depp. Got drunk with an Eastern European yachter this week while out of the country. Guess Johnny's not as sober as he wants us to believe, but NT Lawyer just says, please, Johnny, don't get married. Agreed. Please, Johnny, don't get married. Please, a good song. Johnny, don't get married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't go well this last time. So No. I happen to be with, and I stand with NT Lawyer on this. <laughs> I stand with NT. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Next. Next. Let's do this blind item. Apparently, there was a very heated conversation, discussion, and argument between this A-list actress and a female co-worker of her husband about whether the husband and co-worker were or are having an affair. Ooh. Okay. So, we need an A-list actress and a female co-worker of her Uh, husband. Is her her husband husband an actor? Yeah, that's my question. Yeah. 
And is the what list would he be coworker on? like a person who co-stars in something with him? Kind of. Okay. Kind of. What list would you put the husband? Well, uh, maybe like a minus list. Okay. Uh, but underneath we, her. Well, yeah, I would say so, but I, I suppose you could argue otherwise. Now, this person is famous for acting. This person is also famous for another media venture he does, where he gets. Um, very open about his personal life. That would be Juliana Huff and Brooks Lake. Uh, no, but <laughs> keep keep going down that avenue. Oh, okay. These people oh, are Dax Shepard. Yeah. Oh. And who would oh. he get into a fight with? Okay, I've got this actually, you guys, because I I think I know what this is all about. Um. So Dax Shepard has a producer of his show. Who also lives with the family. Her name is, I believe, Monica. Yes, this woman named Monica. Yep, and she, um, she's the one that did the episode along with him about his relapse. And in it, she talks about basically coming because she's not only employed by the podcast, but she's also employed by the family and takes care of their kids. And she was the one that, or she at one point thought that she realized that he was probably taking some of the pills because part of her job was to manage his pain medication. And she like was counting the pills and he talked to both her and um, Kristen Bell at the same time about like, rather than going to his wife and saying, I'm having this problem, this has happened, etc. He sat them, the two of them down together mm. and had this conversation so this is saying that uh, Kristen Bell thinks they're having an affair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of listeners think they are, too. Oh. Well, people believe Enti Lawyer. Ooh. I'm just saying. Ooh. One more. It's like blind items are like eating M&M's or like Oreo cookies where you're just like, just one more. Just, just one just more. You always have another. Just All right. Well, you got one more. You guys are going to figure this one out pretty quickly. She can say whatever she likes, but the new release by the former tween star turned A minus list adult singer was completed mm. long before she split with her boyfriend. Oh, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Yes. Now, they say as much in the TMZ article that the song has been retrofitted to reflect her breakup with Max Erich. But what Auntie Lawyer is saying is that's probably not even the case. This song has just been in the can. Yeah, but now they're just leveraging this breakup to make the yeah. song. Like, if you're going to have a crazy breakup, you might as well make some hay out of it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well. Those are some good blind items. I am still stuck on Charlize Theron's dungeon in her backyard with the weird. door that only uh, unlocks and locks from the outside. But uh, I'm not going to write a letter to the city (laughs) to tell them I think something against code has gone up in her backyard. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, I read a Vice article about Bachelor Nation and uh, found out some stuff that we didn't know because we weren't paying attention about the relationship between Colton Underwood and... uh, the the gal he just broke up with. I want to share with you what I learned from this because it does not shed a good light on Bachelor Nation. All right. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Uh this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live 
And MyTalk1071.com, Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. So uh, earlier in the week, I think was it this past week or in the last couple of weeks, we learned of a restraining order that... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That have been taken out by Cassie Randolph, who's the now ex-girlfriend of former Bachelor contestant uh, um, Colton Underwood. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and I, you know, I realized that we sort of approached the story kind of halfway through because we did not watch the season of The Bachelor that he starred in. Yep. And I think that there was a big chunk of the story that we just weren't aware of. And um, and also we weren't aware of it because nobody was really talking about it in relationship to their relationship. But I read this Vice article and I thought, OK, I, this just feels like something we should pay attention to um, because that the headline of the article, which grabbed me was the bachelor romanticizes toxic behavior and it has dangerous outcomes. Okay. The subtitle Cassie Randolph's restraining order against Colton Underwood requires us to re-examine how the series romanticizes abusive behavior. Mm. Are you gripped? Yeah, because absolutely. I was gripped. Um, and so what they do in this article is they go back and the, so apparently these two, um, they were a couple on the show, yeah. on The Bachelor. She was a contestant on The Bachelor, his season. One of the things we know about Colton, if you remember, was one of the big headlines about him was he was Colton the Virgin. Oh, yes, I do remember that right? now. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, in the course of this show, at some point when they're in Portugal in this season, she goes out on a limb and says like basically like I'm not going to be the right person for you. I we need to break up. Like this isn't going to go anywhere. You should be with somebody who really can see a future with you and that's not me. Yeah. So she tries to break up with him. Okay. And apparently uh then she leaves and what happens next will change your life forever. Uh-oh. Colton Underwood flees the cameras, jumps over a fence on the property that they are staying on to chase after her. And what's interesting about it and what this article talks about is how The Bachelor turned that storyline into um, like the interpretation of his actions were along the lines of he loves her so much. This he can't hurt let him her so go. Much, he He's going to chase her after her. Exactly. 
But the reality of it is, and if you watch it with a different lens, with the lens of now knowing kind of what they've been through, I went back and I watched that scene. Having not watched any other piece of the show, just completely out of context, watched that scene. And there's a video of it that, you know, you can find in this Vice article. It's like, a, it's, I think it's like a, I don't know, it's probably eight minutes of her trying to break up with him and him continuing to like hold her close, kiss her. And she's in that uncomfortable position of knowing the cameras are right there. Mm -hmm. So she's reciprocating all of this while she's trying to get out of this relationship. And he keeps on going in for kisses and snuggles and whatever. And then she finally separates and he does, he bolts and he goes over the fence and they can't find him. And they turn it into this like romantic cliffhanger. Um, he came back and basically said, you know, I don't want to have anything to do with the show anymore. Um, he said, every time I put myself out there, I get bleeping rejected. Um, but then he and he said he really did believe that she really loved him. And, you know, at the end of the day, it all gets twisted into this package of like he loved her so much he got her back. But what we know now is that that was kind of the beginning of a pattern of behavior where he was running surveillance on her, mm -hmm. keeping tabs on her. Yeah, didn't he track her car? He tracked her car. It starts to put a different spin on it. And truthfully, because that's said and done and in the can, most people aren't necessarily thinking about how that all played out. Oh, sure. It's done. And so when you go back and revisit it, you get a whole different view of how The Bachelor turns a potentially problematic or what should have been identified, frankly, as a problematic situation. They romanticize it, package it up, and throw it out there and tell you how to see it. Yeah, I think that, I mean, that's the lie of the sh of a show like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette in this moment. Like we and we see this lie so much more clearly now because of the world that we live in. Right. 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 Um, I, I would just encourage. I mean, listen, you and I, I don't know that I've ever articulated why we I stopped watching The Bachelor. Um, and I don't know that you ever, other than just like it it stopped feeling interesting I mean, to me. Well, yeah, it was just very predictable. And I think I'm also the kind of person that um, if you're not interesting me, I mean, it's like why I've stopped watching a lot of reality competition shows. I don't know that that one was a specific. It'd be nice to say like morally I'm opposed right. to this show because I think it does a horrible like I'm just, you know, yes, that's a criticism you can apply to any reality show. But I've sort of stopped watching most competition reality shows because maybe it's because of the experience we've had on uh, doing this show day in and day out covering these things. It just seems, you know, it. you just know that what you're seeing is not what's actually happening. And if if you're interested enough in the thing, then you're fine with that. For example... Um, and we talked a little bit about this last week, uh, HGTV shows, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's low stakes. I know it's totally produced. Like, right. in fact, Jamie and I will call things out when we see them. They'll say, like, like they'll cut, they'll do a cutaway, and the wife is like, I just really wanted a walk-in tub, and I don't know if I can go forward with this project if I don't get it. And you're like, okay, well, that somebody said, say those words, mm -hmm. and then... Sure enough, by the end of the episode, she gets her walk-in tub. Right. I know that that's happening, right. and I don't. I don't care because I get the payoff of 
of the, the like renovation. Top. I just want to see the renovation, right? right? So when it comes to The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, um, other shows like that, I think I'm less invested in the product that I'm getting as a result that I'm not willing to put up with all the other stuff. Right. But I don't even know that it's all the other stuff that's turning me off. But what it is, what is interesting to me and what's interesting about this story is that it's kind of just gross and like nobody's paying attention. People are paying attention for the most part. Most people aren't paying attention or thinking too critically about it, which is just a wider indictment of the world we live in right now. Um, But I think that's why stories like this can be helpful. And that's why I find them to be particularly interesting, because it's just a good reminder that not only are they producing things that are not real, they're also being harmful to the people involved. That's that's what I would be most concerned. with. And that's what's interesting to me about the story is, you know, I stopped watching The Bachelor or Bachelorette because I kind of lost interest. And to your point. It's. I started to be able to spot the phony in it, right? You you start to see how they're, um, how they're they're injecting the drama into it, and in this case, you see exactly how they went about twisting to tell the story. But this is the byproduct of it: is when you've twisted a story to 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 manipulate people's emotions around it, you could miss out on real potentially problematic red flags Mm -hmm. that should have been going up right and left and now we find ourselves in this situation with this with these two people and very specifically her feeling like she needs some protection from the thing that they pushed her into it's it's anyway this article is in vice it's in vice on vice.com uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your response to I'm bored? Whether you're the one saying I'm it bored. or your kids are saying it, what's your response to Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit shipt.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday.